Section 1 of The Common Reader. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Common Reader by Virginia Woolf. Section 1. The Common Reader. There is a sentence in Dr. Johnson's Life of Grey which might well be written up in all those rooms, too humble to be called libraries, yet full of books where the pursuit of reading is carried on by private people. I rejoice to concur with the common reader, for by the common sense of readers, uncorrupted by literary prejudices after all the refinements of subtlety and the dogmatism of learning must be finally decided all claims to poetical honours it defines their qualities it dignifies their aims it bestows upon a pursuit which devours a great deal of time and is yet apt to leave behind it nothing very substantial the sanction of the great man's approval the common reader as dr johnson implies differs from the critic and the scholar he is worse educated and nature has not gifted him so generously he reads for his own pleasure rather than to impart knowledge or correct the opinions of others above all he is guided by an instinct to create for himself out of whatever odds and ends he can come by some kind of whole a portrait of a man a sketch of an age a theory of the art of writing he never ceases as he reads to run up some rickety and ramshackle fabric which shall give him the temporary satisfaction of looking sufficiently like the real object to allow of affection laughter and arguments hasty inaccurate and superficial snatching now this poem now that scrap of old furniture without caring where he finds it or of what nature it may be so long as it serves his purpose and rounds his structure his deficiencies as a critic are too obvious to be pointed out but if he has as dr johnson maintained some say in the final distribution of poetical honours then perhaps it may be worth while to write down a few of the ideas and opinions which insignificant in themselves yet contribute to so mighty a result end of section one recording by alan mapstone